Clinging to life. New tonight on our news live at 7. A teen pump attendant shot in the face. Steps from a police station. Investigators say the suspect is on the loose as the young man in a fight for his life. Plus, government responds to rising crime with a crackdown on repeat offenders. We'll tell you the amendments to the Bail Act. And the United States Embassy issues a security alert amidst the recent surge in violent crimes, urging U.S. citizens to exercise caution. Then in our news at 7.30, how this crime wave is impacting emergency room services at the state-run hospital in New Providence. Our news live at 7 starts right now. Welcome to our news live at 7. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Kendino Knowles. Police are investigating a shocking shooting at a South New Providence gas station just feet away from a police station. The victim, a teenage pump attendant who was shot in the face. Disturbing video captured the incident that happened at the gas station on East Street South and Bamboo Boulevard shortly before 8 p.m. Video circulating now on social media showing surveillance footage when the shooting happened, it showed a man dressed in dark clothing walking over to the 17-year-old pump attendant as he was pumping gas. After shooting him in the head, police say the suspect quickly ran. Police say the gunman jumped into a white Japanese-modeled vehicle that was waiting nearby. Now, the victim survived the shocking attack and is in hospital in stable condition. It's a story that we are continuing to follow. Meanwhile, with a double-digit murder count less than a month into the year, government trying to ease public fears and concerns by tackling one of the biggest problems, repeat offenders on bail. An amendment to the Bail Act coming to Parliament this morning, accompanied by a clear and strong message to criminals. Bertany McDermott picks up the story from here. The amendment will automatically revoke bail for anyone committing a serious offense who is already on bail. Prime Minister Philip Davis bringing the amendment to Parliament in the midst of a rising crime wave, while careful to acknowledge bail as a constitutional right that ought not be abused. Our amendments will ensure that bail is automatically revoked for those accused persons who commit offences while on bail. This includes those found to be in violation of the terms of their bail, which is an offence under the amendment. These amendments come following Police Commissioner Clayton Fernandez's call for a review of the law, as case after case shows murder victims are on bail or suspects are arrested for new crimes while on bail. It's the Prime Minister's hope this now sends a stern message. Our legal system will no longer tolerate those who flout, flout its rules and endanger our communities. While 17 murders are ready for the year, the government is now forced to provide answers. One remedy is expanding school policing. This means more police officers in schools as a way to build relationships. This initiative aims not only to ensure safety, but also to engage in early prevention, detection and intervention of criminal activities among our young people. Our clear, whole and build strategy is a robust approach to dismantling gang presence in our neighborhoods. Also on the crime agenda is curbing drug trafficking. We are also strengthening regional cooperation in our fight against drug trafficking and illegal arms trade. By working closely with our neighboring countries, we aim to tackle these cross-border issues more effectively. Reporting for Our News, I'm Berthony McDermott. 
All right, thanks for that, Berthony. Speaking of bail, a judge has revoked the bail of a wanted murder suspect who remains at large. Prosecutors say Rashad Paul, whose street name is Eyes, cut off his ankle bracelet on January 6th. He was wearing the ankle monitor as a condition of his $30,000 bail for the February 2nd, 2019 murder of Kirby Jean Pierre. Paul is the prime suspect in a murder that took place at East Street on the same day that his ankle bracelet was removed. Since then, he has failed to report to the Kwaku Street Police Station and keep his residential curfew all conditions of his bail. Senior Justice Cheryl Grant Thompson revoked the bail due to the flagrant breaches. She also ordered a warrant for his arrest. And joining the conversation on bail is Free National Movement Member of Parliament for East Grand Bahama, Kwesi Thompson, who says he believes bringing people to trial within a reasonable time is how government can solve the issue. We did this before, where we made attempts to change the Bail Act. And what the court said was that the Constitution provides the right to get bail. But the challenge is in bringing persons to trial in a speedy manner. And that is the issue that must be resolved. Unfortunately, we did not hear a lot from the prime minister when it came to what actions the government is going to take to bring persons to trial sooner. And Police Commissioner Clayton Fernander has called for revision of the Bail Act, while Attorney General Ryan Pinder KC says a more aggressive approach is needed. Thompson, on the other hand, calling on government, the church, and judiciary to come together to to rectify the vexing issue. Unfortunately, when we go back to Parliament on Wednesday, we will be talking about an issue that does not relate to crime. We need to, because crime is one of those important issues that affects everything that's going on in the country, we need to put aside those other things we need to put off all of the trips. Yes. We need to uh, make sure that we, all of the, the, yes. the funding, all of the budget fund, we need to make sure that all of that yes. goes towards assisting when it comes to crime. We need to make sure that crime becomes a number one priority for the yes. country. Yes. Meanwhile, the United States Embassy issuing a security alert amidst the recent surge in violent crimes this morning. The U.S., issued that security alert urging U.S. citizens to exercise caution in light of more than a dozen murders this year. That advisory highlighting a disturbing trend. We'll tell you more about it in just a bit. But for now, it's time for your first look at temperatures. Meteorologist Greg Thompson, he's standing by in the Weather Center. Greg, I'm curious. I know we've seen a lot of wild weather across the U.S. How is that impacting what we're seeing here at home? Well, uh, we had a dip in the jet stream that brought us a nice cold front, nice cool temperatures, uh, but a strong high moved off the U.S. and that has been dominating our weather for the last couple of days. It will continue through the week. We're going to see some flip-flops. We expect another front by the weekend. We'll tell you later about that in our newscast, but the U.S. is really having a bit of a problem with the uh, weather. We've seen all the videos coming out on social media. We saw yep. a fire truck yes. that spinning around, off. <laughs> ice storms yeah. and all of that. Yeah, yep. we saw 18 wheelie even on the highway yeah. in Alabama. So, that they can keep, they keep that. Right. They keep that. Yeah, yeah. We were enjoying the, the nice wind, the winds, and the uh, temperatures though. But it's yeah. expect another front of the weekend, so we're looking for a cool out. Yeah. 75 degrees outside under partly cloudy skies. East-southeast winds. It's still on the breezy side at 15 miles per hour. Feels like temperature. A little warmer tonight. Feels like 78. 
Temperatures around the islands right now, warmer still across most of the islands, 74 in Freeport, 72 in Marsh Harbor, Abaco. We pick up 76s in Alistown, Bimini, Nicholstown, Andros, and in Great Harbor Key. Over in Governor's Harbor, you guys are 77. And by the way, Freeport, you're seeing a few sprinkles up there near your location. Central Bahamas, 77 in Kemp's Bay and in Deadman's Key. 80 in Georgetown with some showers nearby as well. 75 Arthurstown, Cat Island, Coben Towns in Salvador. You guys are 74 with some showers nearby. 78, Duncan Town, Ragged Island, Matthew Town in Nagua. Pick up 77s, Colonel Hill, Cricket Island, Delectable Bay and in Providentialis. Abrams Bay, you round out the temperature profile at 76. Satellite radar composite showing quiet conditions across our area. We still have that high pressure in charge and that high pressure is keeping us rather dry. We have some quick fast moving showers on that stiff east to southeasterly winds. Caution, well, advisory actually for those seas. But the winds have come down quite a bit across the northwest and central Bahamas, but uh, they are still strong across the southeast Bahamas. So we are advising you boaters to remain near port and beach goes. You are advised to strongly stay out of the waters due to rip currents. That's a quick check on conditions around the island. Stick with us. A look at your extended forecast is still to come. Thanks, Greg. And still to come in our news, the United States warning citizens to use extreme caution amid gang violence in its latest security alert on the Bahamas. Plus, the opposition says this latest U.S. alert further highlighting the need for government to move with a sense of urgency on crime. And planning to jet set soon? Our Marlena Leonard's got you covered with travel hacks and how to make 2024 your world traveler year. One of the things I'm so excited about is our bohemians, they're going out there seeing the world and it's not as daunting as myself or anybody else once thought. When our news returns. Are you? and the digital transformation for better business results. For small business owners, it's essential to understand how technology can affect operational efficiencies. Modern communication relies on technology and your customer service depends on communication. With proper tools like our fixed and mobile services, we help you stay connected. For solutions that work, ask the experts. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions. In what we do at Best Brew, it really doesn't end when the customer purchases our product. We offer specialty coffee, tea, spices, and brewing equipment. We do a lot of, um, of our orders via website. We actually have the mobile service and the phone service and the internet. So having business in a box really kind of brought everything together for us and helps us to be able to provide the customer services that we pride ourselves on. The wave of violent crime capturing the attention of Americans. This morning, a security alert was issued by the United States Embassy in Nassau. In it, the embassy advised U.S. citizens to be aware of the more than 
dozen murders recorded in the country so far this year. It also pointed out that people have been killed in broad daylight and blamed retaliatory gang violence as the primary motive for murders. It also advised U.S. citizens to exercise extreme caution in the eastern part of New Providence, keeping a low profile, not physically resisting any robbery attempt, and reviewing personal security plans. We've got reaction to the alert from visitors. That story is coming up in our news at 7.30. Member of Parliament for St. Anne's, Adrian White, telling parliamentarians it cannot be denied that the Bahamas is in the midst of a crime crisis, citing a recent alert from the U.S. Embassy, that alert that we just told you about, released today cautioning U.S. citizens to exercise extreme caution and keep a low profile while being aware of their surroundings and not resisting any robberies. If everything was hunky-dory like they want to paint, the people wouldn't have us in here agitating for this matter of murder to be addressed. They can't, they can't downplay. This government cannot downplay the severity of the situation that we're in. And it is highlighted now this morning by this U.S. advisory to its citizens. During his communication in Parliament today, the Prime Minister lashed out at opposition leader Michael Pintard's response to the crime issue, suggesting the FNM is making it political. Well, the FNM MP says government's attention should be on crime and not the party's leader. The attention given to Marco City is as a result of his proactive approach to addressing the crime issue in this country, raising the awareness and speaking on behalf of the people of the Commonwealth of the Bahamas. Did I see any action by the government, any reaction by the government outside of the prayer breakfast? When we got to the point of the prayer breakfast, I think at that stage, we all knew the National Day of Prayer. We all knew that this crime, crime issue needed, needed the attention of the entire country. However, the murders continued after that, and the crime plans were slow to come or came after the leader of the opposition brought attention to it. And the opposition continuing its crime fight in Rawson Square during a peaceful protest. It follows their protest earlier this week at the office of the Prime Minister. Sasha Lightborn was at today's demonstration. We believe that right-thinking Bahamians ought to come together and work in a coordinated way to stop the bloodshed on our streets. Free National Movement leader Michael Pintard says now is the time for everyone to come together to address crime. He made the comments as he led a small group of FNM supporters during a protest outside the House of Assembly this morning. We stand ready to work with a government that we believe needs to be more focused on coordinating efforts in the short term, medium and long term. And for those who say the FNM didn't fairly address crime during their last administration, FNM chairman Dr. Dwayne Sands responded this way. You look at the trends from 2017 to 2021, the numbers don't tell a lie. The number of murders in absolute numbers and per capita dropped significantly and statistically from 27. And then they started climbing up again in 2021. Now, the leader and the chairman weren't the only ones we spoke to. Other members of the free national movement maintain that crime is not a political issue. As a citizen, we have our part to do, whether it's bringing awareness or whether it's working with programs. It's just too much unnecessary bloodshed. Too many mothers, too many children are being left fatherless. Uh, I mean, it's senseless killing. So we're here to demonstrate in the front of this parliament that we care. And we expect for them 
to care about the young men and women, because I said women, because we see an increase of women and yep. children being affected by gunshots and by violence in this country. Now, Pintard says the FNM will continue to sound the alarm on these heinous crimes, beginning with a meeting in the Yellow Elder community this evening and other meetings planned for the rest of the week. Reporting for our news, I'm Sasha Lightborn. All right. Thanks so much for that, Sasha. All right. Thanks a lot for that, Sasha. And if you missed that story or any other story so far tonight, be sure and head over to ournews.bs. 11 officers of the Royal Bahamas Defense Force at the Inagua base testing positive for COVID-19 and are currently in isolation. The Public Hospitals Authority releasing a statement confirming the outbreak. The statement said one of the officers had recently traveled with a group of 22 people when he began experiencing symptoms of COVID. He and 10 others in the group tested positive. While he has symptoms of COVID-19, the others are said to be asymptomatic. Health Minister Dr. Michael Darville telling reporters today the potential crisis is under control and he says authorities are taking steps to ensure everyone's safety. It's our understanding that some people travel abroad. A test was done. One person was symptomatic. That particular person was unvaccinated. And then there were some preliminary tests done on some other members. So it was 11 people suspected of being COVID positive. All right, now to our New Year, New You series. Our Marlena Leonard talks to a Bahamian travel expert tonight for all of the hidden hacks to help you get the most miles out of 2024 and get your trip from your vision board to your camera roll. Nakia Wells is no stranger to travel. She's the editor of Grand Life magazine and a feature writer in Bahamas Air's Up and Away magazine. But she doesn't only write about travel. She's a world traveler herself. We asked her tips to help you make those dream vacations a reality in 2024. One of the easiest ways and one of the biggest recommendations I can make is those loyalty programs, be it airline, hotels, anything that you can sign up for a loyalty program do. Because over time, they can get you free upgrades. They can get you access to lounges. And one of the most exciting things, over time, you can actually get free flight. Wells also has this advice for those hoping to rack up miles using a credit card. You can get a low limit and use it just as you would a debit card. So what I do, I got a very low limit and I pay it off every time I use it. But those points stack up. So whereas, you know, if you're just using it on travel, you might get a couple thousand points at the end of the year. But if you're using it for everyday purchases, you can very easily rack up enough points to get those free flights. And now I'm able to get free upgrades as well as free lounge access. For many, the quest of finding the best deals for their trip can feel overwhelming. The travel magazine editor says, Comparison shop and definitely use hub cities. Nine times out of ten, almost ten times out of ten, if you look from Nassau to any of a given country, it's going to be significantly more expensive. But if you look to our neighbors to the north, if you fly out of Miami, if you fly out of L.A., if you fly out of San Fran, New York, it's going to be significantly cheaper. So that's one of the biggest tips. But Wells warns against thinking the cheapest ticket will equal the cheapest vacation. When you're choosing a destination, I would say don't just look at the ticket price because if you're going to go to, you know, the United States, it might you might get a ticket for a couple hundred dollars, but the hotels they can be very very pricey. But if you go on a long haul flight that may be 700, 800 dollars, you might save big when it comes to hotels as well as food as an excursions and activities. Reporting for our news, I'm Marlena Leonard. When our news comes back from the break, we turn our spotlight to stories making headlines across the world as Donald Trump sails to a comfortable win in the New Hampshire primary race. Plus, religious leaders in Haiti denounce kidnapping of nuns. The Pope calls for their freedom. 
And we'll tell you the shortage of criminals forcing Netherlands to close prisons. The story when our news returns. Don't spend hours sending individual messages to your customers. Use SMS messaging instead. With Cable Bahamas Business Solutions SMS Messaging, you can send personalized messages to hundreds or even thousands of recipients instantly. It's quick, effortless, and cost-effective. Plus, it ensures that your messages are delivered directly to your customers' cellular phones, guaranteeing higher engagement. Save time and boost your outreach with SMS bulk messaging. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions at 601-8911 in Nassau or 602-8811 in the Family Islands. Embrace technology and the digital transformation for better business results. For small business owners, it's essential to understand how technology can affect operational efficiencies. Modern communication relies on technology and your customer service depends on communication. With proper tools like our fixed and mobile services, we help you stay connected. For solutions that work, ask the experts. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions. In what we do at Best Brew, it really doesn't end when the customer purchases our product. We offer specialty coffee, tea, spices, and brewing equipment. We do a lot of, um, of our orders via website. We actually have the mobile service and the phone service and the internet. So having Business in a Box really kind of brought everything together for us and helps us to be able to provide the customer services that we pride ourselves on. This is our news. Welcome back. We turn our attention now to stories making headlines across the world. Donald Trump secured a decisive win in New Hampshire's Republican presidential race, according to Edison Research projections on January 23rd. The victory propelled him closer to a November showdown with Democratic President Joe Biden. Despite former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley's loss and her reliance on independent voters, Trump's dominant remained unshaken, marking the first Republican since 1976 to sweep competitive votes in both Iowa and New Hampshire. You know, we won New Hampshire three times now, three. three. We win it every time. We win the primary, we win the generals, we've won it, and it's a very, very special place to me. It's very important. What we saw tonight is America first defeating America last. That's what we saw tonight. And just a little note to Nikki. She's not going to win. The Archdiocese of Port-au-Prince making an urgent appeal for the release of six nuns kidnapped in Haiti. In a sternly worded letter, the church demanded government take decisive action against rampant gang violence, describing the nation's plight as a reign of terror imposed by armed groups. Religious leaders urged officials to safeguard citizens and property, expressing distress over the lack of a robust response to kidnappings over the past two years. They called for the unconditional release of the abducted nuns. Pope Francis also pleaded for their freedom, emphasizing the need for social harmony and an end to violence. While the United Kingdom and many nations grapple with overcrowded prisons, the Netherlands is said to be facing a unique challenge, and that is a shortage of inmates. 
With 19 prisons closed in recent years and more slated for closure this year, the government has revealed plans to shut down five more, resulting in the loss of 1,900 jobs. Local media reports the decline is attributed to judges granting shorter sentences and a substantial reduction in serious crime. This, as tracking devices have enabled some offenders to serve sentences while remaining part of the community. Government has reportedly prioritized diversion, reintegration, and rehabilitation programs, emphasizing skills development for inmates. And the Colombian Navy has intercepted a 15-meter-long narco sub traveling through the Pacific Ocean on Sunday, carrying nearly 800 kilograms of cocaine marked with scorpion symbols. Three individuals have been arrested. Valued at $27 million, the military says the sub was en route to the U.S. or Europe. The interception prevents the entry of funds into drug trafficking organizations, averting the distribution of around 2 million doses. Colombia, the world's leading cocaine producer, faces persistent challenges combating drug trafficking. Authorities say narco subs, often homemade, are a covert means of drug transportation. Coming to our news today in history, find out interesting facts about the day that was January 24th. Then in our news at 7.30, the United States Embassy issues a security alert amidst the recent surge in violent crimes, but one U.S. citizen says they still feel safe. And two suspects in custody as Grand Bahama investigators probe a shooting on Oleander Street. We've got the latest when our news returns. technology and the digital transformation for better business results. For small business owners, it's essential to understand how technology can affect operational efficiencies. Modern communication relies on technology and your customer service depends on communication. With proper tools like our fixed and mobile services, we help you stay connected. For solutions that work, ask the experts. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions. In what we do at Best Brew, it really doesn't end when the customer purchases our product. We offer specialty coffee, tea, spices, and brewing equipment. We do a lot of, um, of our orders via website. We actually have the mobile service and the phone service and the internet. So having business in a box really kind of brought everything together for us and helps us to be able to provide the customer services that we pride ourselves on. Welcome back to our news. It's time now to turn our spotlight on events that shaped the day that was January 24th. Take a look. On this day in Bahamian history in 2009, Senator Pleasant Bridgewater resigned from her post one day after she was charged with trying to extort money from American actor John Travolta following the death of his son, Jet, in Freeport, Grand Bahama. 
In September 2010, Bridgewater's trial judge dismissed charges against her and ambulance driver Tyrone Lighthouse after the actor decided he no longer wanted to face the pain of a new trial. Prosecutor Neil Brathwaite had submitted a motion to drop the case just as a retrial was about to start for the two defendants. Then in 2014, then Prime Minister Perry Gladstone Christie was inducted into the International Civil Rights Walk of Fame in Atlanta, Georgia. Program preceding the induction ceremony was held at the Ebenezer Baptist Church. Christie was honored along with Bishop John Hurst Adams, Roy Barnes, Dr. John Carlos, Dr. Tommy Smith, and Dr. Norman C. Francis, among others. The International Civil Rights Walk of Fame was created in 2004 to give recognition to the foot soldiers of justice who sacrifice and struggle to make equality a reality for all. And finally, on this day in 2022 was the return to in-person classes across the country since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. In-person learning was suspended in March 2020. The Ministry of Education said the decision was made on the advice of the Ministry of Health and Wellness. In the first instance, all schools began with a hybrid model, utilizing all health and safety protocols, including the wearing of masks, sanitization, social distancing, temperature checks, staggered breaks, outdoor eating, and quarantine and isolation when and where necessary. All right, to watch that historical recap again and for all of today's top stories, you can visit rnews.bs. It's going to do it for us in News at 7. Joining us now is Italia Hall with the latest headlines. Italia, right, happy thanks. Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks so much, Ken. Well, the U.S. Embassy is issuing a security alert amidst a recent surge in violent crimes. We've got reaction plus two suspects in custody as Grand Bahama investigators probe a shooting. Here are your latest headlines. A warning. First tonight on our news live at 7.30, the U.S. Embassy warning all Americans to exercise caution in light of the Bahamas' high crime rate. I was more afraid to get off in Jamaica than here. So Jamaica, I just stayed right in the shopping court. Residents are weighing in, plus government sending a clear and strong message to criminals. This as an amendment to the Bail Act came to Parliament today. We have details straight ahead. And the Princess Margaret Hospital's emergency room under heavy strain. The confirmation coming from the Health and Wellness Minister. And later, two suspects in custody following a shooting in Grand Bahama on Tuesday night. Our news live at 7.30 is back in a moment. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you at the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Don't spend hours sending individual messages to your customers. Use SMS messaging instead. With Cable Bahamas Business Solutions SMS Messaging, you can send personalized messages to hundreds or even thousands.
Welcome to our news. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Natalia Hall. Hundreds of Americans living in the Bahamas opened their emails this morning to a warning from the U.S. Embassy advising of a security alert referencing the double-digit murder count and warning to exercise caution, especially in eastern New Providence. The note also published on the embassy's website even spoke to murders in broad daylight. Our Joshua Williams has reactions tonight. We feel safe, the general consensus of visitors downtown today, as the United States Embassy's alert circulated warning Americans already here and those on the way to exercise caution in the wake of escalating crime. Most visitors polled who chose to speak off camera hadn't seen the advisory, nor did they seem worried. I did, and I was more afraid to get off in Jamaica than here. So Jamaica, I just stayed right in the shopping port. Here we went out, you know, a little bit. My experience was good. And the consensus was the same with everyone we spoke with. Oh, no, no. I'm not afraid to go nowhere. Nowhere. (laughs) How are you protected? Bahamas safe. Bahamas nice. National Security Minister Wayne Monroe says the alert is not out of the ordinary. Every country has a duty to advise its citizens about any conditions in the country. And if you concern them, the Bahamas Embassy advises Bahamians be careful in U.S. cities and not be contentious with their, their police officers when things happen. They point to the eastern end of New Providence. You know how they are. They don't include New Providence. They don't include the western end of New Providence. And so they feel that during their duty, Now, following the Prime Minister's official communication on crime in the House of Assembly this morning, the question was put to him. Would this latest advisory impact tourism? Here's his response. The Americans have the, they have the right to, to warn their citizens about what they perceive in their life. And that's their right. You don't think that and tourists are being impacted by the challenges we are having in our crime issue today, but that is their right to do what they did. And I don't think they'll have that kind of impact on our tourism product. Reporting for Our News, I'm Josh Bogoli. All right, thanks for that, Josh. While a fearful public grapple with disturbing images of a viral video from a gas station shooting overnight and a growing sense of fear, government took a big step today to try and ease those concerns. An amendment to the Bail Act coming to Parliament this morning, accompanied by a clear and strong message to criminals. The amendment will automatically automatically, rather, revoke bail for anyone committing a serious offense who's already on bail. Prime Minister Philip Davis acknowledging that while bail is a constitutional right, it cannot be abused. Our amendment will ensure that bail is automatically revoked for those accused persons who commit offenses while on bail. This includes those found to be in violation of the terms of their bail, which is an offense under the amendment. Our legal system will no longer tolerate those who flout its rules and endanger our communities. Now to see more from the Prime Minister's remarks, while tabling that amendment, be sure to visit ournews.bs. While the emergency room at the Princess Margaret Hospital under a heavy strain due to the recent surge in shootings, that's according to Health and Wellness Minister Dr. Michael Darvel, who says anytime there's a spike in gun violence at the accident and emergency department, it is pushed to the limit. Compounding the issue is ongoing renovations and construction. As he says, the hospital is also grappling with an overwhelming influx of other unrelated cases. Anytime there is excessive violence, it does uh, put a strain on our accident emergency, which is presently under construction. And so if we have someone come in with a gunshot wound and then we have a list 
of selective cases, uh, those selective cases are put on hold to deal with the emerging symptoms. As for how hospital administrators are dealing with the strain, Dr. Darville says physicians are following proper protocols. If our accident emergency become congested with, with individuals suffering from gunshot wounds or so forth, it does put a strain on those who've been waiting for services. But we have a way how to address it. And uh, our surgeons are, are very innovative on the ways on how to address the backlog associated with surgical procedures at the Princess Margaret Hospital and the Rand Memorial Hospital. An overnight shooting in Grand Bahama leaving a 64-year-old man nursing gunshot wounds. Police say the victim was shot in the left shoulder. Presley is an officer in Grand Bahama. Superintendent Stephen Roll says the incident unfolded just after 7 p.m. through Oleander Street. We see reports of a shooting incident that occurred on Oleander Street where a 64-year-old man was shot to the left shoulder. The additional officers responded, and upon their arrival, they met the male, who gave some information, saying that he was approached by a male known to him to engage in a physical altercation, and that male produced a firearm and shot him to the left shoulder. EMS was summoned to the scene and transported the victim to the hospital. Well, at last report, the victim was listed in serious but stable condition as he recovers police are questioning two men in connection with the crime. The official opposition and the police commissioner are in contact about crime. That's according to Free National Movement Michael Pintard, the leader, rather, who says he received a correspondence from Commissioner of Police Clayton Fernander this morning, and he's encouraged. It comes as the country is experiencing a spike in homicides. With 17 so far for the year, Pintard says he plans on keeping the lines of communication open with the country's top cop. Every opportunity for us to join hands, we are open to. And we'll do the same with the Progressive Liberal Party, notwithstanding uh, the history. Just this morning, uh, I would have received a correspondence from the Commission of Police wanting to have a dialogue on the range of matters that we have spoken about. And we will definitely meet with the Commissioner of Police and his team. We are minded uh, to work with them and other stakeholders. And so we welcome uh, every opportunity to work with him and others. And Pintard says he also plans on meeting with members of the Bahamas Christian Council. I have presented a, a comprehensive plan to the Bahamas Christian Council in terms of how we can, wherever multiple churches appear in the same community, we can identify the priority areas, crime being one of them, and come up with programs that will be able to address it. We will revisit the commission, the Christian Council, so that we can get on with the implementation of that program. And we are grateful for all of the organizations that have given us an audience so that we can discuss the way forward. Well, temperatures in the capital a bit cool and windy this evening. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is live in the Weather Center with your first look at weather. Greg, I know we saw some tough conditions in the eastern part of the U.S. over the past week or so. Yeah, I actually have a radar to show you a bit of uh, that. Um, there's uh, also a line of showers moving across the eastern United States associated with the front. But that front is going to stay away from us. Uh, we do expect a front by the weekend, though. 75 degrees outside right now, partly cloudy and a lot of high clouds. Of course, we do have a full moon out there. So if you plan on being outdoors, you can take a look at that. East-south winds, east-south-east winds at 9 miles per hour. Your face-like temperature is at 82. Around the uh, neighborhood, quiet conditions, high pressure remaining in charge, still con continuing to provide us with some breezy conditions and mostly dry. And of course, as I mentioned, we do have 
the US satellite. Let's show you what's happening out there. There's a line of showers with um, embedded thunderstorms that's affecting the southeast and the eastern portions of the United States. That will continue to slide towards the east as that high pressure in the Atlantic slides out towards the, the Atlantic. And across the southeastern, so southwestern United States, there's another system that's going to be moving in. That's the one we expect to get here by Sunday time frame. That could give us some really nice cool temperatures so we got another front coming for sunday that's a quick check on conditions around the islands and of course the u.s stick with us so look at your extended forecast is still to come still to come on our news a lawyer loses his bid to have the court of appeal overturn his order for disbarment plus covid 19 numbers on the rise in Inagua at the royal bahamas defense force the commodore speaks and later, two U.S. organizations teaming up to host a workshop focused on strengthening gender equality and counter-drug law enforcement agencies. That's all coming up when our news returns. Doctors Hospital is reimagined primary care. We've invested to improve our health system, ensuring that accessible, affordable, world-class clinical care is closer to you. Your relationship with a primary care provider shapes the foundation of your overall health. Our new, modern primary care facilities are where critical diagnosis and true personalized treatment begin. With locations across New Providence, Grand Bahama, and Exuma, we invite you to experience the doctor's hospital difference. Book your next appointment at clinics.doctorshoss.com. At the gateway to the Americas, on the picturesque island of Grand Bahama, a pioneering initiative is taking shape. Lukaya Solar Power Limited presents the $15 million Lukaya Solar Power Project, the first of its kind in the Bahamas' energy landscape. The state-of-the-art solar farm on the Fairfield and Devon sites spans just over 30 acres, and once completed, will harness the power of the sun to generate over 9.5 megawatts of clean, sustainable energy. The Lakaya Solar Project is a pivotal step towards diversifying the country's energy sources and significantly reducing dependency on fossil fuels. It's more than just a project. It's a commitment to a greener, more sustainable future. Lakaya Solar Power Limited, powered by Inti, Powering your world, powering your future. technology and the digital transformation for better business results. For small business owners, it's essential to understand how technology can affect operational efficiencies. Modern communication relies on technology and your customer service depends on communication. With proper tools like our fixed and mobile services, we help you stay connected. For solutions that work, ask the experts. 
Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions. A lawyer has lost his bid to have the Court of Appeal overturn his order for disbarment. Troy Kalman was disbarred last year over conduct in a real estate sale where he acted for the vendor and seller. In a unanimous decision, the Court of Appeal found that Kalman's argument that he was denied due to process due process lack merit. Kelman was hired by the Bahamas Mortgage Corporation to prepare a mortgage for Caleb Dorset and Shemaine Bain in 2013. He gave an opinion the property was good and marketable, but failed to disclose that. He also represented Alliant Management, the company selling the property. While the Ministry of Health and Wellness confirming an outbreak of COVID cases at the Royal Bahamas Defense Force over in Inagua tonight, the Commodore tells our Megan Shepard mitigation measures are in place. Here's that update. The Royal Bahamas Defense Force activating an isolation exercise after 11 Defense Force officers tested positive for COVID-19 at its base in Inagua. The Public Hospitals Authority releasing a statement revealing one of the officers had recently traveled with a group of 22 people when he began experiencing symptoms of covid He and 10 others in the group tested positive. While he has symptoms, the others are all asymptomatic. RBDF Commodore Dr. Raymond King says the statement represents the organization's position on the matter. It's really just one case of an individual who's unvaccinated and symptomatic. And so we're following the Ministry of Health and Wellness lead. But the Defense Force, we respond with an abundance of caution. The PHA statement also noting that symptomatic people who test positive using the rapid antigen test and are unvaccinated should be isolated. Symptomatic persons who test positive for COVID-19 and are vaccinated should confirm through a PCR test performed for diagnostic purposes. The ministry is also reiterating there is no lockdown in place or planned by the Ministry of Health and Wellness in Inagua or anywhere else in the Bahamas. We never experience a lockdown. Persons were precautionary, placed in quarantine, but the operations of the Royal Bahamas Defense Force continues. Now, while the rumor mill may have ran with the now discredited lockdown theory, Commodore King is reminding the general public of the importance of only relying on factual and accurate information from credible sources. I would advise persons to pay attention to the releases that we give, which would be accurate are removed from disinformation and and unnecessary emotions. Reporting for Our News, I'm Megan Shepard. All right, thanks for that, Megan. Well, officials from various Bahamian law enforcement agencies, alongside officials from agencies like the Organization of American States and U.S. North, Calm gathering for a workshop to strengthen gender equality and counter drug law enforcement agencies. One of this morning's speakers, two-star Major General Constance L. Jenkins, had this to say. There's a key piece happening with a Commodore King's optimization policy on the on the military side of the house. And and I think the key really is just to look at that policy and see if there are any barriers to service for females. Because sometimes it's like the discussion I had earlier with the, the pilots and the air crew. Sometimes we don't see them and don't understand why there's no women. So I think we have to dig a little deeper sometimes and figure out what's the actual underlying cause of why we don't have females in certain jobs or doing certain types of things. 
When our news comes back from the break, world famous. Grand Bahama receiving international recognition. This as Gold Rock Beach is listed as one of the best beaches to visit this year. It's a big weekend in Grand Bahama for the sweet science and a couple of Bahamians get wins in the NCAA. Our sports is up next. And nice weather conditions across the country on this Wednesday. Greg is back with their extended forecast when our news returns. Stay with us. In what we do at Best Brew, it really doesn't end when the customer purchases our product. We offer specialty coffee, tea, spices, and brewing equipment. We do a lot of, um, of our orders via website. We actually have the mobile service and the phone service and the internet. So having Business in a Box really kind of brought everything together for us and helps us to be able to provide the customer services that we pride ourselves on. Don't spend hours sending individual messages to your customers. Use SMS messaging instead. With Cable Bahamas Business Solutions SMS Messaging, you can send personalized messages to hundreds or even thousands of recipients instantly. It's quick, effortless, and cost-effective. Plus, it ensures that your messages are delivered directly to your customers' cellular phones, guaranteeing higher engagement. Save time and boost your outreach with SMS bulk messaging. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions at 601-8911 in Nassau or 602-8811 in the Family Islands. Embrace technology and the digital transformation for better business results. For small business owners, it's essential to understand how technology can affect operational efficiencies. Modern communication relies on technology and your customer service depends on communication. With proper tools like our fixed and mobile services, we help you stay connected. For solutions that work, ask the experts. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions. In what we do at Best Brew, it really doesn't end when the customer purchases our product. We offer specialty coffee, tea, spices, and brewing equipment. We do a lot of, um, of our orders via website. We actually have the mobile service and the phone service and the internet. So having Business in a Box really kind of brought everything together for us and helps us to be able to provide the customer services that we pride ourselves on. Don't spend hours sending individual messages to your... This is our news. Welcome back. Boxing on full display in Grand Bahama and a couple more bas Bahamian basketball players help their teams get wins. Here's Tej Adley with a check on sports. Tej? 
Thanks to Ty. Good evening. Welcome to Our Sports. I'm Tage Adderley here to take you through the middle of the week with some sports. The Bahamas has a long-standing tradition of boxing excellence. A boxing club in Grand Bahama will pay tribute to that tradition by honoring a couple of legends over the weekend. This is exciting. We are bringing the old and mixing it with the new. We want young kids to know the heritage of boxing and where it come from especially in Grand Bahama. That's Jermaine Gibson, president of All Up Boxing Club in Grand Bahama. His organization is hosting Bahamian Pride, a two-day boxing event that will showcase up-and-comers. The event will culminate with boxing legend Sherman the Tank Williams and Floyd Seymour being honored. We're going to have two days of boxing, followed by a banquet, where we're going to have the award ceremonies, and we're going to induct these guys in the Hall of Fames, because I feel like it's about time we induct them because it's been so long and we don't want to wait till their funeral to go and have something good to say about them. I want to tell them while they're alive, let's give them their flowers while they're still alive. And Gibson said boxers as young as 15 will be showcased at the event this weekend, so be sure to check that out if you're in Grand Bahama. Now we're going to head back to the court where a couple of Bahamian hoopers helped their teams to wins in the NCAA. University of Wisconsin wing A.J. Stowe and University of Akron forward Sammy Hunter both helped their teams to get wins last night. Stowe scored 15 points and he pounded the glass to the tune of 12 boards to help his pack of badges beat Big Ten Conference rival Minnesota 61-59 in a game that came down to a desperate last-second attempt that the Gophers missed to give Wisconsin the win. Hunter scored 9 points and grabbed 3 rebounds to help his Akron Zips get a 67-58 win over the University of Ohio. Hunter and the Zips have dominated the conference so far, going 7-0 in Maction. Before we go, top five high school prospect and Baylor commit VJ Edgecombe has been selected to participate in the prestigious McDonald's All-American High School game. We'll have more on that as the event draws near. We are all done with sports for today. I'm Tage Adley. Still ahead on our news tonight, Gold Rock Beach in Grand Bahama recognized as one of the best beaches to visit in 2024. The full story coming up, plus windy but nice weather conditions in the capital on this Wednesday. Greg is back with their extended weather when our news continues. technology and the digital transformation for better business results. For small business owners, it's essential to understand how technology can affect operational efficiencies. Modern communication relies on technology and your customer service depends on communication. With proper tools like our fix and mobile services, we help you stay connected. For solutions that work, ask the experts. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions. In what we do at Best Brew, it really doesn't end when the customer purchases our product. We offer specialty coffee, tea, spices, and brewing equipment. We do a lot of, um, of our orders via website. We actually have the mobile service and the phone service and the internet. So having business in a box really kind of brought everything together for us and helps us to be able to provide the customer services that we pride ourselves on.
Don't spend hours sending individual messages to your customers. Use SMS messaging instead. With Cable Bahamas Business Solutions SMS Messaging, you can send personalized messages to hundreds or even thousands of recipients instantly. It's quick, effortless, and cost-effective. Plus, it ensures that your messages are delivered directly to your customers' cellular phones, guaranteeing higher engagement. Save time and boost your outreach with SMS Bulk Messaging. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions at 601-8911 in Nassau or 602-8811 in the Family Islands. Welcome back to our news. Windy and cool weather conditions outside our news studios this evening. Greg is back with your extended forecast live in the Weather Center. Greg. Yeah, thanks again, Natalia. Welcome back, everybody. We are watching a frontal boundary that's well to the west of us. It's across the southeastern United States. That will stay in place as a high-pressure ridge remains in charge of our weather. That high is going to stay out there in the open Atlantic. Providers with the windy conditions, they will start to relax by the weekend as that high further slides out towards the east. And that will allow our winds to become more south, east to south, introducing some warmer temperatures for the weekend, possibly even an isolated shower or two. But the next front we do expect to get in here won't happen until about Sunday into Monday. That one will issue in, uh, usher in a nice change in our atmosphere on some cooler temperatures once again. Quiet conditions through Wednesday and into Thursday. Nothing happening. We have some high-level clouds that will be blowing off of that upper-level disturbance as well as that surface uh, system across the southeast U.S. And then through Friday, nothing really happening out there. We may get an isolated shower or two in the forecast, but it's going to remain mostly dry during that time frame. Boating will still be a challenge for us for the next couple of days, and advisory is posted still for the northwest and central Bahamas. Winds, even though they are 15 to 20 knots out of the east to southeast, those seas are going to be 4 to 7 feet, but they will be building up to 10 feet along Atlantic exposures. High tide is at 7.05 tonight, the low tide taking place at 1.06 in the morning. For the southeast Bahamas, slightly stronger winds, asking the boaters down to, to remain in port. Easterly winds, 15 to 25 knots, they will be gusting at times. 5 day foot seas expected, but up to 10 feet along Atlantic exposures in some swells. Here's a look now at your national forecast. In the extended forecast, quiet conditions through the remainder of the week and into Sunday. That front that is expected to get through here on Sunday is actually going to be a dry front. Not much precipitation expected with that, but a cooler temperature profile is expected behind that. Temperatures will be back into the 70s. Look at those nighttime temperatures, 60s once again. That's a look at our weather. Back to you, Italia. All right. Thanks so much, Greg. And now to some good news. The Caribbean Journal has named Grand Bahamas Gold Rock Beach among the 25 best beaches in the Caribbean to visit this year. It's protected within the historic Lakai National Park and managed by the Bahamas National Trust, which says the Caribbean Journal's ranking underscores the timeless beauty of the island's most popular natural jewels. Gold Rock Beach is world famous as a site where many commercial and movie scenes were filmed. It sits approximately 25 miles from the city of Freeport. All right, congrats to Gold Rock Beach and Grand Bahama. And with that, we thank you for joining us for our news tonight. On behalf of the entire team, I'm Natalia Hall. We'll see you tomorrow night. Have a great evening.